Hello and welcome neighbors. I'm Brian Plain and this is the Live Here Riverside podcast. This podcast shares the stories of good people doing great things right here in our village of Riverside, Illinois. This is the third episode of a three-episode series featuring the women of the Riverside Junior Women's Charity, a nonprofit organization whose history dates back to the 1930s. My guest today is Christine Long, a native of Riverside and a long-standing member of the Riverside Junior Women's Charity. In our conversation, we discuss Christine's experience growing up in Riverside, how the charitable component of the juniors is what initially attracted her to the group, and her appreciation of the many forms of kindness shown both within the juniors and throughout Riverside. I hope you enjoy getting to know our neighbor, Christine Long. All right, Christine, thanks so much for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. So let's start with your stories. Tell us a little bit about uh, your background and where you grew up. So I grew up in Riverside, um, so haven't moved very far. Um, actually, my parents live three blocks away from where I currently live. Um, my brother and his family are about less, less than a mile from here. I, I did leave for college and graduate school and all that good stuff and lived downtown for a couple of years with my husband, but then we decided to move back to the area and landed back in Riverside. So been here since I think 2005. Okay, great. So a, a native. So how, so how long were you, you said it was college and then you worked in that you worked and lived in the city for a while too, as well after school? Yeah, just lived in the city for a couple of years. And then um, I work in Western Springs. So we kind of knew we were going to head back out this kind of way with my family being here and my job here as well. So um, kind of landed back here um, back, yeah, a while ago now, <laughs> Been okay. here for a while now. Yeah. And when you were growing up um, here, I guess, were you cognizant of um, the juniors? Was that something that you were kind of aware of, you know, as, as a kid? Or is it just something that when you kind of came back to town here that you, um, that you kind of recognized it and it was something that you decided you wanted to get involved with? Well, I think I, de- I definitely knew about it. Um, but I think at that point, it was more, um, I heard about more the social aspect of it. Um, mm-hmm. And at that point, it was a social um, group. And, and actually, when I joined, um, it had just changed to, you know, um, a ch- officially a charity. So, um, and that's kind of why I was looking to to do that outreach. And, and so, wasn't necessarily joining it for the social aspect of it, although mm-hmm. that is always a wonderful part of it um, and definitely is embedded in it. But, um, but looking more for the outreach volunteer potential to it. So Okay. And so when, when was that, that it actually switched to, right? And I remembered reading that from just, from just looking through the website. I think it was 2009, maybe. I joined in 2010. So, you know, for a couple of years, it was, it was, um, there were just, little changes that were kind of being made both I think legally kind of and and also just kind of adjusting the group to um, that focus was always there I believe but just kind of shifting the focus even more so in the you know in in the voluntary charity way Mm -hmm. so it just kind of it kind of it was a it was definitely it definitely flowed in that into that pretty naturally so it must have been there to begin with, but um, but I think that became more of the push. Okay, and what so you, that I, I imagine that makes you, relatively speaking, a long-standing member of of the juniors compared to people who have more more recently joined. Um, so tell us a little bit about what was I guess what was the juniors like kind of when when you first joined versus kind of uh, kind of where it is now today. 
Um, similar, you know, at first I was very, um, I've, I've never taken a huge, um, role. I've never been an officer. Um, my role has always just kind of been to support it in as many ways as I could. Um, so depending on the year and, and where I was at in my life, I did, you know, I was a part of like membership and, and different, um, fundraising committees, um, throughout the years. Um, so I didn't necessarily, there wasn't like a big change from the time I started till now, mm-hmm. although I think I've been a part of the group for nine years at this point, And um, there's definitely constantly faces changing in the group and, and it's wonderful. It, it actually is one of my favorite parts of being, being a part of it for so long is that, you know, I've met so many different people from so many different walks of life and, um, and sometimes there are people who have been in this area forever. Sometimes they're new to the area. Um, sometimes they're younger than me. Sometimes they're older than me. It's just a great way to meet um, people that are a part of a lot of different things and, and enjoy them for what they bring to the group. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that, that's kind of what, I, that's really what I love about being a part of it for it, it seems like a short amount of time, but I guess nine years, you know, it is, it is something that I think a lot of people, you know, they can, they can be active for a certain amount of time and then usually um, kind of fade, fade back a little bit depending mm-hmm. on what's going on in their lives. And I think, you know, there's a lot of people that put in a lot more time than I ever have probably in my, you know, in the whole nine years. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, but I think there's, there's room for, all different kinds of people and all different kinds of roles. Um, so it's, mm-hmm. it's important to have a lot of different people that can give a little bit or give a lot depending on where they are. So. Sure. And I'm, I'm sure that's part of what makes, makes the junior special is that everybody can kind of tap in at different life stages and points and contribute in different, different ways and amounts and so forth as well too. Um, yeah. And, and you mentioned, so you mentioned for you specifically, kind of the, the charitable component was a, was a big draw for you. Um, are there specific kind of charities or causes that the juniors uh, support that you, that you were kind of particularly passionate about? Um, I, I really like that the diverse kind of focus of it. I like that we do a lot of support with individuals um, and, and provide them with, you know, sometimes it's not just money necessarily, but it's things that, that support them in their life, um, their daily life or, or their recreational life. I love that piece that we do. Um, I love that it's not just, you know, about kids or individuals in the community. It's about other groups that surround our community. Um, I like that we, you know, we support, you know, elderly and we support, you know, um, family specific families. And then I love that we support, um, you know, just, um, groups that already are established, but need more, you know, need groups like ours to come in and do, um, whether it be actual voluntary work or just, um, you know, money for, for programs that they already have in place. So I like that we just have this really diverse, um, different groups that we, support and that that are all surrounding us. Um, I think it's very, very important. Yeah. And, and, and that seems to be a kind of a unique feature of, of the juniors and that um, with so many, obviously so many, so many charitable organizations, causes, et cetera, that you can kind of get 
involved with today, it seems like it's a nice one where you can do exactly what you mentioned, which is by being a part of one organization, you can touch so many different kind of people's peoples and, and causes, um, you know, by just by just being a part of one of them, as opposed to um, maybe, you know, trying to find one that like is a specific cause, I guess, that you're, you know, super passionate about as, an, as another option. Yes, exactly. What would you say mm-hmm. is one thing that you wish more folks in Riverside knew about the juniors? Oh, um, I think just that it's such a welcoming group. And I think Anytime um, I've been a part of any sort of membership outreach, um, it's it's we are a really pretty small group, um, and Riverside's really small too, so that kind of suits kind of the environment. Um, but it, I think that it could be a lot bigger. <laughs> um, so I think that it's it seems almost um, you know I think because of um, some people think that it's just you know, that it's much, much harder to be a part of, and it's really not. Um, I just think really anyone could find a a spot in it that would be really important to them and that they would find really fulfilling. And um, whether that be just meeting other people and, and kind of networking within the community, or, you know, it could be these different outreach areas, um, you know, every, everyone's got all these different strengths to bring to the table. And I just think like, I don't, I think that in some ways, junior seems unreachable to some people, you know, mm-hmm. so I've been glad I feel like more recently, it's been more, um, I feel like people have been giving it a chance coming to a meeting, or, um, you know, coming to those membership um, outreach times to kind of meet us and just see kind of what we're all about. Um, of course, you know, just being, you know, you can always look us up on the, you know, internet or whatever, but then it's just more important to just meet someone and kind of get the gist of what is going on in our, in our group and, um, imagining themselves there and not feeling like we're, you know, that we're exclusive by any means. Sure. No, I think, and I think that's hopefully with our series that we're, we're doing here with uh, yourself and Joanne and Ashley. We're gonna we're gonna help get the word out about that as well too. So if there's anybody on the fence, hopefully this is gonna <laughs> be the thing that pushes them over over that fence to uh, Great. make yes. make the leap. Welcome them. Joanne as well. Yes, too. I really will. Um, what would you say has been your favorite thing? Obviously about growing up here in Riverside, but now I guess you know coming back here and, and living in Riverside as, as an adult as well too. Um, you know, I just I love this community. Um, I think my favorite thing about Riverside is is kind of what we're talking about here is just the people and, and how, um, how really truly genuinely friendly people are, um, how our lives become really, really enmeshed. And, and I feel like with, um, especially with a family now, I'm seeing it even more and more and how people, you know, just support each other and, and just kind of, get to know each other in all different levels. Um, that's my favorite thing about Riverside. Of course, I love its beauty and its, its history and, you know, the streets and the trees. I love all of that. But um, I just, I feel like everything, the memories here that I have are like overlapping now with now these new memories that I'm making with my family. And mm-hmm. they're all just really, really good things, you know, just really, really strong, happy memories that, um, and so I, I, that's my favorite thing about Riverside and the way that that happens is because of the people. It's not, you know, 
just the beauty of the town. Mm-hmm. Well, that makes sense. And if you got to change one thing about Riverside, what would that be? Um, I mean, I think Riverside continues to grow. Um, I love, especially, like I said, now that my kids are older and, and starting to navigate Riverside on their own, I just, I continue to just want there to be places that are welcoming to them. And, you know, we, we do have those places. I'm excited that they can hop from the, you know, Aunt Diana's to Riverside Foods and, go to the secret soda machine when, you know, with their friends and all these little special places within Riverside. So I think the only thing that I would change is just to keep growing that. And I know that that is a mission of our, of many people in this town. And I know it just, it can't happen overnight. And I'm excited to see how it, it does continue to grow. Um, So I think if anything I could change, it would probably just be to to have that speed along. <laughs> um, but I know that that's, you know, that's, that's not an easy, that's not an easy thing to happen. So mm-hmm. um, that, that would probably be my thing to change. Okay. And then the last question I like to ask everyone is what's the kindest thing that someone from Riverside has done for you? Um, hmm. Well, I think bringing it back to juniors, um, we have a committee, just one committee dedicated to, it's called the kindness committee. And, um, I just, I, I think that, that, um, there was, there was a chance, there was a a time where we did each month, we selected a different group of people we select with, um, that we've worked with in the community. Um, so sometimes it was like the elderly or our neighbors or a fellow junior, um, someone who worked in the community, um, a veteran, I think we did too each month we did like a different way to pay a kindness forward kind of. And, and um, I, I just always keep that as a memory of mine because I just heard so many different examples of kindnesses being paid. But when we were talking about those kindnesses that were being paid or we heard about them, there was all these different things that had been brought up then about different ways people had experienced kindnesses before we even tried that, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I just think that, um, I know it's not specific to myself, um, but I do think it's, it's hearing constantly within, you know, our, my time here about how people treat each other. I truly feel like there is just this element of kindness, um, in Riverside and, um, so I think I, I take that very personally. And, and um, now again, as my kids are growing up and I see how they're treated um, by other adults in the community or um, people who work in our community, how they treat them just so, so kindly. And I know that that's just enforcing them to be kind too. So um, I really feel like it's just it's all over. And I know that's not very specific to me, but um, um, I do feel it, um, all over the place in, in Riverside. So I'm happy well, to be here. Yeah. Well, and I, and I like that answer. I think, uh, I think the world would be a better place if we had more kindness committees, um, in, <laughs> in various different places. So maybe we'll, maybe we'll work on that. Definitely. Um, Definitely. And, and Christine, if, if folks want to learn more about, um, Riverside Junior Women's Charity, uh, tell us again where, uh, they can find you guys online and do that. 
So it's um, riversidejuniors.org. Um, we also have a Facebook group um, that you can look up. So that's Riverside Junior Women's Charity. Um, and honestly, if anyone hears this and ever wants to talk to me personally about it, um, I'm happy happy to talk to them. I'd, I'd love to to support anyone to kind of come and join the group. Great. Perfect. Well, thanks so much for uh, coming on the show and sharing your story, Christine. I really appreciate it. Thanks, Brian. Hey, neighbor. Brian here again. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Live Here Riverside podcast. You can read our blog posts and hear future episodes of this podcast by visiting us online at livehereriverside.com or liking our Facebook page, Live Here Riverside. One last thing. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a neighbor that you think would enjoy it as well. Thanks for stopping by.